0: Well, a very good morning to you all. Uh, it's exciting to start a new sp- uh, part series teaching into Daniel entitled Dare to Be Distinct. And we're going to be looking at what it means to be countercultural and to live differently within our society. What does it mean to be a Christian and stand out? This morning's reading tells of the conquest of Jerusalem by King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. As any victor does, Nebuchadnezzar claims his treasure. And amongst the treasure, he takes many of the educated men and the ruling class back to Babylon, which was a very normal thing in that time. The aim was to train your enemy in the ways of your own culture and to assimilate them into your ways and your worldview, therefore hoping that they'll contribute to the growth of the empire rather than being a threat. As we're told, Daniel was one of those taken, and though he accepts much of what is imposed upon him by the Babylonians, he does decide that he won't defile himself by eating the king's food. He's allowed to abstain from that. And subsequently, God blesses him with great wisdom, and Daniel eventually enters the king's service, gains great influence, and in due course is able to show King Nebuchadnezzar the sovereignty of God, as it's told later in the book of Daniel. Daniel dared to be distinct, but choosing to do things differently, as we all know, isn't easy. Not only is it difficult at times to recognize that there is an option to be different, but then being different takes courage. It can be quite scary. In my late 20s, uh, I was in the armed forces and in subsequent working places, I resolved not to use bad language, not to swear, which also led me to ask people around me not to use uh, bad language. That was pretty countercultural, particularly in the armed forces. But it always amazed me how much people respected that request and also led to many really good conversations as to why I was asking them and, and behaving that way. So, how can Daniel's example help us when we want to be different to the world around us? I think from this chapter, there are five distinct things for us to notice. Firstly, we need to exercise discernment when daring to be distinct, where, what, and when we're going to make a stand against the ways of the world, society, and those around us. Daniel does not kick against all things Babylonian. In fact, he accepts his situation, and most notably, the change to his name. Names are really important. They are today and they were then. Being given a new name challenges our identity and our heritage, and it is is a sign of considerable control to rename a person. To lose your Jewish name and be given a Babylonian name was a seriously big deal. But Daniel doesn't challenge that. Instead, Daniel resolves not to defile himself by the royal food and wine. Why Daniel picks this particular moment to stand up, we don't really know, and scholars do hold different views. However, the point is that Daniel is refusing to allow the Babylonians to take complete and utter control of his life. By standing up at this moment, he is saying that his allegiance is ultimately to a higher authority, that of God. Likewise, we need to exercise discernment as to what areas in our lives we're going to stand up and show our allegiance to God rather than the culture around us. Secondly, we need to exercise humility. When daring to be distinct, Daniel isn't, defi- uh, isn't defiant when he is uh, resolved not to be defiled by the food. He is remarkably humble and respectful of the authority around him. In verse 8, he asks permission not to eat the food rather than refuses. He's not stamping his feet and screaming, right, that's it, enough is enough. No, he approaches the chief official and asks permission. He is honoring and respectful. We need to be the same. Jesus calls us to love our enemies and love our neighbors. Being different doesn't mean we have to be aggressive or defiant. The third point is we need to know that God is involved when we're daring to be distinct. What I mean is that if we're choosing to be different as a result of our own pride, or because we're offended or angry about something, then our motivations are not right And our heart is in the wrong place. And the outcome of our daring to be different is likely to end badly. I remember staying with close relatives many years ago. And I wanted to show them that I was uh, running my family differently. And I asked when we were there whether we could say grace before each uh, meal. I also thought this was an opportunity for evangelism. It was wholly inappropriate, and my request landed very badly, and it took a few hours to get over the offense that i had caused. Actually, I was acting out of my own pride rather than something that God had asked me to do. So we need to be in line with God, and that requires us to be praying and listening to him. In verse 9, we read, God had caused the official to show favor. God was involved and participating with the decision Daniel was making. Daniel's eyes were fixed on the Lord and not his own agenda. Interestingly, we should not forget the role of the chief official in this story. He also has something to teach us. In verse 9, it reads that the official was sympathetic to what Daniel had asked. I think we'd be surprised how many people around us with a faith or no faith, have sympathy with us as believers wanting to live differently. I can't tell you how many parents admit to not enjoying Halloween when I ask or speak to them on our doorstep, and yet they feel obliged to engage with it. So often the problem is fear. The official is afraid. He says, I am afraid of my lord the king. We're so often afraid of the ruling authorities in our lives. For the official, in his time, that was King Nebuchadnezzar. But what are the ruling authorities in our lives? It might be peer pressure, social or family expectations, fear of failure or rejection, or any other number of worldly or spiritual influences. Daniel's eyes were fixed on God. The official's eyes were fixed on Nebuchadnezzar. Where are our eyes fixed? For me personally, I know the fear of criticism and the fear of rejection by others is where my eyes are so often fixed and so stop me from being different. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is that we can expect fruit from being distinct. There is little point in daring to be distinct and different for the sake of just being different. If we're living differently to the world around us as a testimony of God's sovereignty in our lives, then there will be fruit, absolutely no question. In Daniel's case, the initial fruit is how healthy he looked, how better nourished he was in comparison to all his other young men. We must be looking for the fruit. And going back to that example, when I resolved to resolve not to use bad language the fruit was so often to have really interesting conversations with people as to why I was making that decision. And finally, the fifth thing, was Daniel's resolve to be different brings glory to God. In this case, that glory was in the guise of Daniel being blessed with great wisdom and influence. In fact, he was ten times wiser than all the other advisors. But that blessing wasn't for Daniel. Its purpose was for the glory of God. Daniel enters the king's service and subsequently has great influence within his court and he is then able to make God known to the Babylonian rulers. So when we dare to be different, it's for the glory of God and not for our own purposes. So those are the five characteristics. Using discernment, where and when to be different, being humble and respectful, not defiant and rebellious, ensuring God is involved and that it's not coming out of our own motivations or our own offense or anger, that difference bears fruit and we need to be looking for that, and then standing up and being different is all about bringing glory to God. Daniel was taken to a foreign land with an alien culture, We as believers in Jesus Christ can often feel that we live in a foreign land, a foreign society where values and priorities seem in contrast to our own. If we can feel controlled, we can feel controlled by the ways of our society, just as Daniel was controlled. But like Daniel, there are ways in which we can remain distinct and display where our allegiances ultimately lie. I chose to leave a flourishing career in the armed forces so that I could be an active and present husband and father. I wanted to do family differently to what I'd experienced and what I was watching around me. But there were those around me, particularly my close family, who really struggled with that decision. I've mentioned the stand that I made about bad language. But I asked some girls leaving schools after their A-levels recently what would daring to be different look like for them. Here are three of their answers. They said to be told it was okay to be a stay-at-home mum and not to push to, be, uh, to chase a highbrow career if that's what they wanted, not to have sex before marriage, not to be pressurized by body image and fashions. But what might it be for you? Might it not be having the latest smartphone, not being on social media as much, how you use your finances, inviting your neighbors around for dinner, or a multitude of other ideas? As I end, and before you start feeling pressurized or overwhelmed by the idea of finding a cause in which to be countercultural in our busy lives, let us just remind ourselves if we believe in Jesus, we are different. We're loved, accepted, redeemed. Wherever we go, we carry the kingdom of God with us in our hearts. Just being ourselves, our glorious and wonderful selves, just as God created us to be, that is the most and the first and the most important way in which we can be different in the world. Sadly, too many of us are competing or comparing ourselves with those around us, trying to keep up with the Joneses. But I encourage us first, dare to be different by loving and knowing who you are. And then watch how the Lord opens up opportunities for us to be different to those around us for his glory. Daniel's very small act of not eating particular food led him to have huge influence within the kingdom of Babylon. Our small act may have a huge and lasting effect that we could never imagine. Amen.